Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is yours truly, Dora Williams, and we are here with the Transparent Moment segment. I am so glad that you have took time out of your busy schedule to join me on today and listen in. And we're going to get right into it. Um, I think I want to come from the topic or subject. Being on the inside isn't always better. Embrace your outside. Being on the inside is not always better. Embrace the outside. A lot of times people be on the outside looking in and feel like what's going on on the inside is so much better than what's on the outside. And they wish they could be on the inside to experience. But in looking on the inside, you're not seeing everything that is actually going on on the inside you may have a glimpse of what may be going on but you can't see everything that's going on on the inside now I'm coming from um, with this I'm going to share I won't say a sensitive part of my life but I'm going to share be very transparent with you all today Now, many of you may know that three years ago, I lost one of my brothers. He got killed. Um, And after that, it was just like back-to-back death. Every week seemed like every other week, every week and a half. I began to lose a lot of family members. And during the time of my brother's death, I really saw God answer prayer on my behalf. This is why no one can tell me that prayer won't work. No one will be able to ever tell me that. But happy ever, um, I had this other brother. I have not spoken to him from the time I was born up until three years ago. I mean, I've seen him, I've known about him, but we have not had a relationship. From the time I was born up until about three years ago. And this was from me, my sisters, my father, because me and him have the same father but a different mother. Um, we just didn't have a relationship. Um, he had some issues um, with his mother and father. And he just decided to just be to himself for whatever reason and close off everybody as it relates to family. Um, Moving on, I prayed and I prayed growing up. My brother that got killed, his name was Abraham. We would always see Abraham. We had a relationship with Abraham. Abraham came down a season of our lives and stayed in our hometown with us for a while then he had to go back and that really broke my heart then he left but however we had that intimate time with Abraham spent time with him um he had the privilege of being in church with us hearing us preach that sort of thing but we had that relationship with him never had the relationship that I desired to have as a teenager as a child with my other brother up until about three years ago when Abraham died. And I hated that it took Abraham's death to bring us together. But in that moment, all I wanted was my brother. 
And to be honest, y'all, I didn't expect when I heard that Abraham passed away, I did not expect this other brother to even show up at the funeral because even the other brother and Abraham did not speak. They did not have a close relationship. So when I heard he passed away, it's like, well, I'm not going to, I don't even look for the other brother to come to the funeral at all. But unbeknownst to me, he showed up. And when he showed up, all I can do was run up to him and embrace him. And he could not believe that he had been missing in action for so long. Pretty much all my life, he has been missing in action. And for me to walk up to him and show him love, that touched him in such a way. And after the funeral, and I made it back to where I needed to be, and all the family made it back to their destinations, he called my father first, our father first. Then he called all the siblings and asked us to forgive him for being missing in action for so long. He gave us the reasons why, and he said he just could not believe he was so touched at how, you know, we showed him so much love despite what he was feeling and he apologized and said that we did not deserve to be treated like that because it wasn't our fault that certain things took place so um moving along after that you know i began to call him he began to call me he gave me permission he said yes please call me i really want i know i can't get back that time but i really want to work at this and have a relationship with you so, you know, I'll start off with texting because he's a workaholic. He works all the time. So I'll start off texting and, you know, he'll text back. Then it was the phone calls. Then, you know, it was me going up, spending time with him where he lives. And he would come down my way, him and his wife, my sister-in-law. And we would spend quality time together. And that just meant the world to me because God answered my prayer. I always prayed as a teenager, Lord, please, please, wherever my brother is, send him back wherever he is. Allow us to have a close relationship. Allow him and my father to at least be able to get along and get some kind of understanding before my father leaves this earth. And God answered my prayer, y'all. He answered my prayer. So we're moving on. Last year. A year before last one, I believe it was last year, I had the privilege of going to stay with him for a few days because where he lives, you know, I had some services to go to and some classes to teach that way. So he told me, just stay with me and my wife. We'll make room for you. And I thank God for that because during that moment, we really was able to really talk about some things. And he was mentioning to me that He felt like my sisters and I had it good because our father was in the household with us. And when they were growing up, our father was not in the household with them. And like I told him, being on the inside is not always good. Even though he was missing from the home with y'all, That don't mean we had it 100% good because he was in the home with us. Simply because we have seen our father go through so many things that the other siblings 
I know they wouldn't have been able to take it. They wouldn't have been able to stand it. They wouldn't have been able to endure a lot of things we sat and watched our father go through. Yes, he was in the household. But it was a lot we had to endure too. It wasn't all good. But it wasn't all bad either. Now, don't get me wrong and don't go out, you know, thinking nothing. Our father was a good father. He was a provider. He was not perfect by no means. But he was a provider. But like I told my brother, thank God for being on the outside. Because if y'all were on the inside, y'all would have had to deal with his sickness. Y'all would have had to deal with, you know, people calling the house all times of night because he is a pastor. People calling the house all times of night stating that their loved ones are gone or in the hospital. And he has to get up from us and go handle that. He has to be gone certain times of the day, sometimes all day. Sometimes we don't see him all day long because he's working to provide for the house. Many times when he'd been diagnosed sick, we had to call the ambulance and he'd been missing from the home for days because he's in the hospital and they can't find out what's wrong with him. Many days he'd get up and hit the floor, pass out several occasions. Hit the floor and we're thinking that we're not going to get him back because he's just that sick. And the moment I started sharing these things with my brother, his eyes just pop open so big and wide because he can't believe we endured that little bit of stuff. And that, that even, that's not even the half. And I told him that's not even the half of what we had to endure and deal with. Being in, on the inside is not always a good thing because you don't know what that person of those people are going through on the inside. They'll fix it up and smile as if, okay, everything is all good. But when they go back behind those four walls and close that door and open the blinds so that you can see just a little bit, it's hell and high water, y'all. So I shared that to say, you're peeping in someone else's window, comparing your situation to theirs. And you feel like you have it bad because you're on the outside. You're not on the inside where the action is, so you say. Thank God for being on the outside. Because if you're on the inside like you want to be, you're going to see stuff that you weren't able to see on the outside. You're going to feel stuff you weren't able to feel on the outside. You're going to have to go through stuff you weren't able to go through on the outside. While you're free, thank God for your freedom. Thank God that certain things you don't have to see and deal with and put up with. Thank God. Being on the outside is not a bad thing. And don't just assume because people are on the inside and they have what you think they should have or what you what what you want. They have what you want and desire. That they have it good because they can be miserable as all get out. They could be suffering. So very badly. They can be going through abuse. Verbally or physically. Or sexually. Who knows? They could be going through a battle in their mind on the inside. While you're out on the outside. 
free from all of that. So I just wanted to give you something to think about today. Being on the inside is not always good. Having it all is not always good. Being in the home, having both parents. It's a blessing to have both parents in home. Don't get me wrong. But yet and still, that's not always a good thing per se. People feel like you got both parents, y'all got it good. It's still hard. It's still hard. Having a roof over your head versus somebody that's struggling to get by. It's a blessing. God knows you could be on the streets. But it's not always good. You don't know what people are going through under that roof over their head. Oh, you got a good job. You got it made. I'm, 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 I'm on the other side here just, just struggling. A good job don't always provide happiness. Money doesn't always equal out to a peace of mind. Having two parents in the home doesn't always bring joy. You'll be surprised of the children that watch their both parents in the home fight and argue every day. Every day. Those children are about to lose their mind because they don't know what's going to take place next. Is somebody going to get hurt? Is, is daddy going to hit mommy? Is mommy going to pull out a gun on daddy? You just don't know, so you cannot compare. You being on the outside and someone else being on the inside. As them having it made. Because most people are on the inside and they're so unhappy. They're broken. They're heartbroken. They're sick as all get out and want to change. They want a new atmosphere. They want a new way of life. I thank God for my life. I've been through so much. So much in my life. Even watching my parents, me and their days as teenagers. And I shared this with my brother. I thought I was going to have to grow up without a mother and father in my life. The many times I had to spend at the hospital with them. And because my dad's a veteran. We had to go travel a little further to the VA because of him. Traveling up and down the road, making sure my mother got to see her husband when he was in the hospital. I've suffered a lot. I told my brother he hasn't experienced and been through half of what I've been through with our father. So he needs to be grateful. He needed to know this stuff because that is his father as well. A lot of sicknesses that my father has is transparent down to him. And he's seeing all of that now. But I'm saying this to encourage somebody. You don't know what the next person is going through. So before we assume that someone has it good, before we start judging, not to say he was judging because he wasn't, but I'm saying some of us would judge people's situation very quickly. 
sit down and have a conversation like me and my brother did. And now he understands a whole lot. And I haven't even told him a third of what we've been through. Not just with our father, but as individuals. Personally, me dealing with depression at a very young age. And didn't even know I was dealing with depression. Didn't even know what depression was. Have a conversation. And now my brother understands more and more. And is beginning to understand more about himself. Because we sat down and had a conversation. And that killed his assumptions. And now he knows the truth and the reality. Of some of the things that have been going on. Have a conversation people. Being on the inside is not always good. So while you're eager, you're so eager and anxious to go through that door to get on the inside, I would think twice. You're where you are for a reason. Embrace the outside and embrace being free. Certain things we should not have to go through. Certain things we shouldn't want to go through. Certain things we don't understand, we just need to just stand still. Stand still. And as the songs say, we'll understand it better by and by. Why I couldn't go through that door? Why I couldn't be on the inside? I'm on the outside looking in. I want to actually be inside to see what's going on. Embrace your freedom. Embrace the outside. Have a conversation with people, y'all. And you will better understand that person. You'll be able to understand why they act the way they act or do some of the things that they do. And then we have to understand that certain things are just none of our business. When we see things going on, we need to pray and keep it moving. But if it's family related, you definitely need to sit down and have a conversation. And let that conversation ease your assumptions. That way you can operate and move off truth. Again, I say to you, being on the inside is not always best. It's not always good. Enjoy where you are being on the outside.